Hit it. Hey there, this is Don Heffington, and you are listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Yes. Back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries with our musical guest, Sarah Kramer. Hi, everyone. And her musical friends, compatriots, collaborators, no nemesis. Left the nemesis, nemesis out in the rain. Here's one of her friends, Keith Allison. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Keith. Thank you. Proud to be here. Oh, it's great to have you here. You, uh, you've, you've cut a marvelous swath across our culture with your musical accomplishments and all the. Well, Sarah, tell us about this. Tell us about Legend. it. Legend. I'm yes. gonna have him tell. Okay, Keith, tell us how you know Sarah. I know Sarah from uh, a charity concert that uh, runs every year. Everyone who knows you knows you from a benefit. Already, <laughs> this, she's just giving away her talents everywhere. Just, I know. We all did every year. So yeah, the, everybody. The Wild Honey Orchestra. Oh, at, I love that. I love a number that. of years. It's for aut- autism. And uh, so uh, I got tapped to be one of the singers. Uh, and I went to the, and I said, yeah, I'll do it if the Bengals back me up. They were on this show. And... And so yeah, way to way to make a demand. <laughs> <laughs> so they called me back the next day and said, "You got him." You know, so that was fabulous. So the the first the first time we uh, the first show was uh, Rubber Soul and Sergeant Pepper in their entirety, with I mean, with every horn, every background, every string, everything. Wow. Every sitar, everything. They which song? A, which song did you sing on? I sang uh, from Rubber Soul, uh, "Run for Your Life." Oh, the. You know that's my guilty pleasure. When I was a kid, like I know that the, it's a dangerous and and sort of scary song. But when I was a kid, that was the one I just played over and over. Yeah. My first and Beatles Keith is song a that I just oh, that's I'm so glad you said that. Okay, well, Debbie and uh, Debbie Sherry, Debbie and yeah, the Peterson sisters oh. uh, sang background and played with it. Debbie played drums and her, and her oh. sister played uh, guitar and sang harmony. There and the Calcells were singing background voice. Oh. So anyway, uh, that was the first one. And the next year we did uh, Revolver and uh, Abbey Road. And then the next year we did the they did the White Album in its entirety. 
So which one? And what other? Tell me some of the more other songs you did. Uh, the next year, because I had met her and "Run for Your Life" didn't have horns on it, and uh, I'd met her at the rehearsals and so forth, and and. Uh, and we just hit it off. I was sitting, waiting my turn, and we were sitting in these little bleacher seats in the <laughs> studio, and we just started yakking and so on. And I just, uh, you know, she's a very likable person. I just took her under my wing, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. Right. And, yeah, and there was a song that didn't have horns, and you had Rob Laffer, uh chart out some parts yeah. and do a horn arrangement yeah. because... We love playing together. Well, the next year I did. Got one to, of those years. I got to get you in my life. Well, on, that's got the horns, yeah. On purpose, because so I could, yeah. so Sarah could play with. <laughs> I wanted to play with her, you know. And then the next year, I did uh, uh, the Abbey Ring, Road? Ringo Stone, uh, song. Don't don't pass me by. Oh, don't pass me by. But and I had horns put on it. It's not on the record, you know. But uh, I had them do horn charts like a New Orleans kind of a thing. Have either of you heard the new White Album box set the with the, the new mixes and the out? It's incredible. Uh, it's incredible. They they have, so they do the, 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 the remixes, which are fantastic, and then they have the Escher demos, which is two albums of just them playing acoustically right when they got back from Rishikesh. And that's amazing. A lot of stuff that's been on bootlegs. But then the outtakes, there's a version of Good Night that Ringo, they sang, they recorded a version with the three Beatles singing with with them singing three part harmony with him singing Good Night, and it's the most. I mean, Good Night is okay, but it's the orchestral is a little bit much. He that version will give you chills. It's it's like it really is a great great Beatles mm-hmm. song. Keith knows Ringo, and his son took drum lessons. Brian. Really, his son is an amazing drummer, Rylan oh. uh, yeah. Allison. My son does uh, movie work and that sort of thing. He's a sound designer and drummer. Cool. And cool. so he's currently doing uh, The Ranch on Netflix. Uh, oh, the cool. music for it. Right. With uh, uh, Ashton Kircher, Deborah Winger, and Sam Elliott. Who are those? I've never heard of those people. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, so big Sarah and, and I... would, R- would Ringo put him up on his knee and show him, yeah. <laughs> and show him a little snare? I mean, he showed it. A funny thing, years later, uh, Rylan was playing his, in his teenage band or whatever, and he backed somebody up, and uh, and they they decided to do Get Back. And someone said, that's the first time I've ever heard anybody play that correctly, you know? And he said... Well, he showed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Uh, Ringo showed him how to play Get Back correctly. That's that's a pretty good, when he was me- good 10 memory. 10 years old, 10 years old. That's a nice thing you do. That's a good yeah. place for you to put your son in. Very yeah. good job there, Daddy-O. Yeah. Now, we did, We, we kind of buried the lead. So we haven't talked about, like, we, we're kind of talking about, uh, we love Wild Honey. We, we've done a Wild Honey-themed show We, we uh, after the last one, and it actually inspired us. Uh, there were members of the Wild Honey Orchestra who did the last Wild Honey show with the the Buffalo Springfield, right. and there were some women who were like, "We need to do. They need to do Joni Mitchell. Why don't they do Joni Mitchell?" So I was like, "Well, we could do a Joni Mitchell tribute here on Radio Eight Ball, and we did one with a bunch of the Wild Honey folks. That's cool. And uh, so I love that. But you, but you don't get to invited to Wild Honey unless you've done some other stuff in your life. They're pretty, you know, they're they're pretty discerning about." The rock stars and legends they let on their stage. Now you, uh, the the band people may know you most from is Paul Revere and the Raiders. Correct. Yes, that's uh, they were they were kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'd... 
They, and, did, they did okay. <laughs> and when I'm looking you up, there's just like it, on online, it's like there's all these tributaries. It's like you got into the scene through that, but then there's all this other like you sort of filter in and out of the monkeys world. Yeah, well, and, it goes back further than that. In the late '50s in Texas, I was uh, with people that went on to be like Doug Salma, that became the Sir, Sir Douglas Quintet, and then Augie Meyer, and so forth. And then it goes all the way to. Then I joined the. I uh, came out to California with Ray Peterson, who had the hits Corina Corina, mm-hmm. Tell Laura Lover the Wonder of You. Mm-hmm. I was his guitar player, and then I left him and joined the Crickets. And my cousin Jerry Allison was the drummer. Wow. And uh, so we, uh, I did the crickets for a couple of years, and then I got discovered by Dick Clark Productions, and they were starting Where the Action Is, the TV, the rock TV show in 65 to 67. And then so I did that. I was doing that, and then uh, I joined uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders in 68. I could have joined earlier. Paul came to me, but at the time we were like both coming up, and so I stayed a solo act, but I. I close. I closed the first half of all the concerts with them, you know, on the, all those tours back in '65, '6, '7, and then I joined them in '68. We had a TV show called Happening, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was a co-host with with Paul and Mark Lindsay, and then uh, you hosted shows. Yeah. How am I doing? My yeah. <laughs> <laughs> co-hosted. Oh. Co-hosted. Uh, and so you know, then uh, I. Uh, Left the Raiders in 75, and then I put together, I played with Johnny Rivers for a year, a year and a half. And then I, uh, at one point, I was playing with Rivers and the Raiders at the same time. And luckily, the dates never fell on top of each other. Did they know? Were you, did they, were you, yeah, you two timing? Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, no. You know, <laughs> so I was on my way out. Right. So I was already working with Rivers, and, and the, we were doing all these dates and going back and forth. And then, and then, uh, it was, then it was Rivers and uh, Dolan's Jones, Boyce and Hart, mm-hmm. uh, with Mickey and Davey from the Monkees and uh, Boyce and Hart. Uh, my connection with the Monkees goes back. Uh, Mike Nesmith and I went to college together in San Antonio. And so I knew him, and he came out here after I had and uh, stayed at my place till he and his wife found uh, an apartment. And, uh, and then uh, he struggled around here like we all did, playing clubs and... He held the Monday uh, uh, hoot night at the Troubadour, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was I was there mixed with all that stuff with all those people and that whole scene from '64 in California. I came here in January '64. I went to the opening of the Whiskey Go Go January 15th, 1964. Wow! I was and, there. And now you play with Waddy, right? Yeah, I play with the Waddy Wachtel Band. Oh! So after I left Dolan's Jones, Boys and Heart, then I worked to work for Ringo almost full time, uh, all the way up to '80, '81, and then uh, and then I moved to New York and just shut down. I was burnt out, and then uh, around '90. Or 91, and I went back to work again. I started doing television and playing again. And so in the last 18 years, I've been with the Wadi Wachtel Band. And cool. we're playing this uh, February 9th, which is the 55th anniversary of the Beatles playing Ed Sullivan. Hmm. We're playing uh, Ventura Live in Ventura, California, this huge club up there. It's really great. We've played there a few times before. So this is like an all-star band. These guys are all recording musicians. Who else is in the Wadi Wachtel band? Uh, Phil Jones, who played on Free Falling with Tom Petty. But, uh, uh, Brett Tuggle, who played with Fleetwood Mac for many, many years, keyboards. Uh, 
uh, Bernard Fowler, who sings background, sings background with the Rolling Stones, <laughs> Blonnie Chaplin from the Rolling Stones, and Brian Wilson currently touring with him. He sang Sail on Sailor with the Beach Boys and Wild Honey. Wow. The, the original Wild Honey song. Yeah. And, you know, it's like that. In other words, I've been a working musician all my life, and uh, I lo- I've always loved working with different people. I've backed up everybody from the Righteous Brothers to Country Acts. I worked with Glenn Campbell. I've worked with, you know... I went around the block two or three times. Now I'm taking. I feel, now I'm with Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> but and you also sometimes record with your son, right? We yeah, do yeah, projects yeah. When he's Ryland. Yeah, I went over and gave him a bunch of guitar stuff this last, I don't know, some months ago, and he, he wanted some old style yeah. guitar playing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got. I have to. I want to get to your question, but I ha- I have to go back because there's one thing you said that like should have just like tweaked me a little bit. So you said you play, I I guess I just never, when you say you played with the crickets and it was after 64, so it's post, but I, I wasn't aware that the crickets continued after Buddy Holly. Oh yeah, they were big in England and so forth. Really? And yeah, we had several. Did they, did they do the Buddy Holly records. songs? Oh yeah. Okay. We did all, and I, I knew them like the back of my hand. Were you singing the Were you singing the Buddy? Hall? I know uh, Jerry Naylor was the lead singer. Okay. I sang background. I sang on some things, you know, but I, I sing, but not. Jerry Naylor was the lead singer. Wow. Okay, and, you learned and, something. Uh, That's great. Yeah, Fantastic. we played uh, well, in '62 or so. Uh, the Crickets and Bobby V did a, an album called Bobby V Meets the Crickets, and then uh, uh, before that they had they toured England. Oh, they were huge in England and Europe, and so. Uh, when they'd cooled off here after Buddy died, yeah. uh, at the first they went to work with the Everly Brothers. After Buddy died, yeah, that, yeah, they were his. They were the Everly Brothers' backup band for during sense. Walk Right Back and all this, and Kathy's Clown, and and uh, that's Jerry Allison, my cousin, playing drums on that on the Walk Right Back and Kathy's Clown and. And so forth. Buddy Holly produced an Everly, Everly's single or a record. Didn't he be right the last towards the end of his life? Didn't he produce something for them? Uh, I th- uh, uh, sorry, they, I th- we can check something. Whoever's listening, check it on Wikipedia. They recorded, <laughs> yeah, I think they recorded one of his yeah, songs. Yeah. So, well, this is all very exciting. But I want we we want to get to your question for the Pop Oracle. Oh and Lord! You got us. Very, you got me very excited because you said you got something weird for me. Yes, I, I I didn't know how this worked, and so well, you know, and so I I have three things I've written down here, and one of them being Branica's name. Okay, and well, her phone number, but that's <laughs> don't give her phone number out on the air. <laughs> and uh, all right, so to the oracle, uh, when you told me it was like a tarot card reader. I've never been to a tarot card reader, you know. I've seen uh, at fairs and so forth yeah. uh, the gypsies with crystal balls and that kind of stuff. You know? <laughs> I, we used to play, a, you know, when I was talking, we played a lot of fairs, county fairs and so forth, and they always had a, you know, a, yeah, a reader and a, madam, madam, something yeah, or other, with the turban and the big jewel in the front and this robes and candles and stuff. And, uh, and but uh, anyway, so for the oracle. I, I told you it was weird. But anyway, so this is what I came up with. Do you think there is a cure on the horizon for the epidemic of promiscuity? Or or will it become pandemic? Is there a cure for the epidemic of promiscuity or will it become a pandemic? Yes. That's a fanciful question that I think it's going to go deeper than you think. 
So Keith, now to engage the pop oracle, you get to spin the wheel of eight. Na na na. Oh, sorry, that didn't work out there. Got all nervous because I see the guy was actually in the maybe I should crickets. Read, maybe, I should, maybe I should read the other two questions. No, no, here we go. Here's your question. Here's a, here's a song. Now, to engage the pop oracle, please spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 na. Wheel of eight. And I believe that song number four... Maybe has I... already been chosen. So yes. I should spin again? Oh, nope, nope, no, what we're going to do. Should I read one of the other things? No, no, we're going to do this with the, <laughs> with the Radio 8 cards. <laughs> it's all falling apart because of your spin. <laughs> it's my question, kill the, no. <laughs> kill the wheel of eight. No, 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 here we go. Okay, so. I think the Oracle needs mouth-to-mouth -mouth <laughs> So now, to engage the Pop Oracle, you get to pick a card, any card. Pick a card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Song number eight, which is... From the Wheel of Eight. Wake. Wake. Oh, that's going to be very mellow. That's the most mellow of all the songs. Okay. Mellow, you you say mellow, I say sexy. Oh, we'll see about that. It's a song about promiscuity. Yeah, a cure. The cure, yeah. For the epidemic of promiscuity, or will it become pandemic? Yes. Ah, Here we go. Aye. I don't care if the sun don't shine. Don't care if it's cold. Don't care if the rain's poured down Don't care if the clouds hang round Just as long as when I rise I'm with you Tuck me in 
that the summer is over. Don't care if it's winter time. Don't care if the birds are in line. Just as long as when I rise, I'm with you. From Sarah Kramer, the answer to Keith's potentially fanciful, fanciful, but also maybe very profound question <laughs> about this—was it the uh, what? It, it was the, what, the, what, it, what, it, what I said was: Do you think there is a cure on the horizon for the epidemic of epidemic of, or will it become pandemic? Will it become pandemic? Well, before we get into the interpretation, because I have some ideas, Sarah, tell us a little bit about the background of that song. A broken heart. An- another men another, don't step up to the plate. Another song about rain, but <laughs> but it's also a lot about rain, like but not caring about the. One thing I've learned about you from your songs, you don't give a shit about the rain. <laughs> it's not going to stop you. You don't need an umbrella. I don't care about the rain. Like it's good. I love it because I I live in Olympia. And I feel this like that's my thing. Is like well, I, mean, I don't need an umbrella. I'm no stranger to the rain. Yeah. Kind of just gotta accept what comes and accept what goes. Yeah, yeah. So, is there? Were you intentionally doing that, playing on a double meaning of wake, of like wake oh, like as death? waking, and then no, this is a wake. Oh. Oh, or not a not a wake. Right. Like somebody has died. Although now looking back, yes, that particular relationship <laughs> is done and gone. Right. But um. I guess it's just, uh, yeah, just j- just kind of like you want somebody to want to be with you. If they don't want to be with you, yeah. well, then go. Go, yeah. But yeah. don't string me along. And, uh, and also the idea isn't to own or shackle or keep you. You know, it's... It, it's you know, to to want it. And if it's not a shared want, then I don't want it either. Right, right, right. <clears throat> but it's it's sad when maybe you want whatever it is and the other person isn't sure or right. is whatever is going on. Love is not the question. There there's there is love and love is Forever, I suppose, but it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. That was just a song that I liked it. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful. Was it which which record is that on? The first album that is on home. Yeah, I've heard, I, okay, because I've 
When you were singing it, I was having images of Amsterdam, <laughs> walking around uh, Amsterdam late at night with that in my ears. the next guest, the fabulous Jeff Termas, plays on that record. Oh, well, I can't yeah. wait to sing oh, yeah. his praises. <laughs> so uh, so now, you, what is your interpretation of that, Keith? Because I have an idea. Uh, my first feeling about it regarding my... Do you feel like there's an epidemic of, of, no. of promiscuity? I just... <laughs> I missed that. Uh, that seems like that's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. And, and that song kind of confirmed it to me, you know, that uh, that they... The, the, there's no more the, free hippie love. No, it was like... Um, I. I they care enough about each other. They don't. They want to wake up apart, or should yeah. wake up apart. Yeah. So I said, "Well, that answers my question. Uh, there is a cure for the epidemic, and it will not be pandemic because, <laughs> there is, because all you need is love, love, love." Aww. Well, you see, because what I was thinking, I, uh, my mind went to the idea because we're talking. You're talking about it, an epidemic of promiscuity becoming a pandemic, and I was like, I couldn't help but think of pan. Like the the sort the of flute player, yeah, the flute playing goat god of pagan. of of yeah, of, but not just paved, not but like the most prom- promiscuous, promiscuous, trickstery, sexy, you know, like he's a walking around, he's a walking around uh, like metaphor for a spring hard on, and a pandemic is almost like an is like it's almost like they're the same thing, an epidemic of prom- of promiscuity. Is a pandemic? It would be like that. Would be the crossword puzzle. Like, what is an epidemic? Of, um, <laughs> a pandemic. An epidemic uh, is local. A pandemic <laughs> spreads around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, to to, to my other question to the oracle was actually, which is, uh, does sad songs really say so much? Oh well, that <laughs> that would have been that would have been that worked as well. What was the what was the other question? The last one was was a dancer really tiny. I'm thinking. I'm. My mind's going to Les McCann. Tiny compared to what? <laughs> I don't know how, why I had two Elton John songs. In there. <laughs> well, Keith, clearly your life is filled with laughter and music, and that's you know. No wonder Ringo Starr wanted you around so much. <laughs> we kept each other awake. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Way to tie it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you so thank much. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. This is a, a really a nice deal. And the yeah. wheel of eight, I just wore it out. Yeah. <laughs> had to go with the tarot cards. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.